Welcome to Featured Insights, presented by Caroline Economic Development. I'm your host, Debbie Bowden. This podcast is for all size businesses in Caroline County and the Eastern Shore of Maryland to learn from experts at the local, state, and national level. We hope that you gain insights that can help your business run more effectively. Well, today I have two very special guests talking about a very special topic, I think, um, related to economic development, but more related to community development. So I have Stephanie Johnson, who is the executive director of His Hope Ministries. And with her is a board member, Andrew Breeding, who also serves as the treasurer. And we're going to talk about the mission and what you're seeing as a need of serving your the population that you serve, and how we can relate business opportunities and workforce opportunities to the people that you're helping out. So I'm going to ask each of you just to give a little bit of introduction, maybe talk about how you got connected with his hope is kind of what we call it around here. Uh, and then we'll delve into a conversation of how we can connect economic development, business community, the community at large with helping you out. So I'll start with you, Stephanie. All right. Well, as you said, my name is Stephanie Johnson. I am the executive director. I started as a volunteer for His Hope Ministries. Oh. Um, yeah, me and my daughters would come here and volunteer, like hang out in the evenings with the guests when they were doing dinner time and things like that. And then... Um, when my youngest went to school, to elementary school, Lynn was like, well, why don't you come along and work with me? And I was like, okay. So I came on as a case manager and did that for a few years. And then I moved into the community outreach um, position. And then, of course, unfortunately, due to her passing, um, I was blessed to um, apply and get the opportunity to move into executive director position. So, and you're referring to Lynn Keckler, yes. who was the, the executive director. And um, she's her past just had an anniversary of that date or her birthday. Her birthday just passed, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. So you had some a big heart and big shoes to fill. And Absolutely. it sounds like you're doing wonderfully in that role. So I'm trying. Yeah. Thank you. She and, is. She's doing yeah. a great job. <laughs> Andrew? <laughs> yeah. So um, my story is a little different. So um, I am the general manager for Bob Breeding General Contractors uh, here in Denton. A commercial contractor, and I know that's what we got a little tie-in on the economic development there, but uh, we are members of the Caroline Chamber of Commerce, and uh, I sit on the legislative committee for the Chamber of Commerce, sure. and uh, at the first meeting I attended, um, Tracy Snyder introduced me to Lynn, and okay. and Lynn said, hey, my name's Lynn, what do you do? I, I told her I'm, I'm in commercial construction. She goes, oh, great, you're going to be on my building committee. <laughs> And so I, I became part of her building committee. Uh, we can get into that later, more sure. of what her plans are. But uh, And then you know eventually she said, why don't you fill out a board application while you're here too? <laughs> Let's make it official. So I, I joined the board and, uh, and now I sit as the treasurer. Um, so I've been working closely with Stephanie um, and you know we're, we've been in a really good spot. Um, and you know to talk about community involvement, you know community partners. I mean, we we rely heavily on our business partners, our individual partners, and, sure, um, for donations, and and you know that's that's kind of where I fit in. And what is the mission of His Hope Ministries? Our written mission is we're a Christ-centered ministry committed to ending homelessness in our community through comprehensive services, resources, and programs for individuals, families, and in that includes like youth, seniors, veterans. Gotcha. Um, 
So anybody that needs help, we are there to reach out to them. And is your organization part of a larger statewide or national organization, or is this very grassroots? Well, His Hope Ministries was um, founded by the North Carolina Clergy Association and Brian Gorley. Um, They kind of tag teamed. It was Brian's vision, and then he connected with the North Carolina Clergy Association back in um, 2009, I believe. Okay. And um, they were literally called Winter Haven because they were only open for like three months out of the year, and they... They served, I think, like 30-some people that first year. but um, And then it kind of grew. And then in 2020, we became our own 501c3, and that's when we officially became His Hope Ministries. And the gotcha. shelter itself is still known as the Haven. So His Hope Haven is the actual shelter building itself. And where is that located? Um, on the Denton Camp here, um, right, I guess it was was the Wesleyan Camp. Now it's called Denton Camp, but on 409 Aldersgate Drive okay. here in Denton. Right. And is it open full t- uh, all year round? No, unfortunately, we are only open from September 1st till about April 30th because then we close and the camp opens up their campground for their summer camps that they host here during the summer. Gotcha. So does that relate back to the building committee? Andrew? Absolutely. Yep. And how is that connected? It's our, it's our vision, um, knowing that there is a, a year round need. Um, I mean, it's always a, a hard thing not just emotionally, but just the logistics of trying to place, you know, up to 40 individuals, families um, in different shelter situations or or find them housing or just short-term places to stay every April. Um, So, um, you know, and and with that, we we lose a lot of contacts. I mean, you know, things that we've been working on on a case management side, because that's that's really our mission is to end homelessness. It's not to provide... A, a shelter permanently for people. It's this is a it's a temporary shelter. We gotcha. want to bring people in and and offer them services to get them back on their feet to where they don't need our services anymore. Absolutely. Let's dig into that then, because I think that's a fine distinction that most people probably um, don't think about. And so let's dig into that and and make that a, at the heart of our conversation. We'll get back to the building sure. committee and the need for that, but end, ending homelessness. So that is, as you said, not just a place to lay your head, but it's all of the services somebody needs. Absolutely. You lose mm-hmm. contact. So you're talking about people who don't have the ability or the financial ability or an address to be able to have a cell phone. Is that correct? That is correct. When they are staying with us, like if they're getting a library car, for example, they are allowed to use the shelter address for um, to use as a place to have mail sent if needed and things like that. But um, yes, we I always say we're more than just a shelter because our goal is to for everybody that comes to our door, for them to leave one step better in the right direction than they came to us. So, you know, we have people coming who have lost their houses due to, I mean, recently with the fires that were happening here in the county, you know, we had people reaching out. So if we weren't able to take them, we were helping get them hotel space. So, um, you know, um, congregate living, you know, any kind of um, group settings where we can, if they don't, if we don't have shelter available, we try to help them in any way we can. And we connect and it takes a village. I always say that, you know, it's a community effort. So um, our partnerships are huge. And when it comes to helping our guests, you know, so whether it's substance abuse, mental health, you know, we are always reaching out to any community partners that we can to really help our guests get where they need to go. And, um, you know, I like to call them guests versus our clients too, because, um, they're a guest here at his hope ministries. We try to treat them like family, you know, when they come, um, 
our our goal is just to love on them, you know, because a lot of people come to us broken and upset about right. things that have happened in their lives. And we just try to give them a hand up because there's always been a spot in everybody's life where they could have used a hand up. So that's what our goal is, is to help them love them while, while they're here with us and help them be successful when they move on. Because with our programming, we can stay with them for up to two years. Okay. So it's not just, um, cause sometimes people come to us and it was just because they didn't communicate with their landlord that they were behind in rent. So, you know, that's our goal is to keep that communication open between the landlord and the, gotcha. um, their tenant. So if they're not feeling comfortable, we can kind of intercede for them and be their voice as well to help them successfully stay housed Permanently. And how many, uh, and I, you can give numbers if you want, but I don't want this conversation to be about the numbers because sometimes that scale, a person's going to take that thing, it's too many, too few, whatever. But out of a percentage, how many are working and have the, the added um, stressor in their life of not only losing their place to stay, their home, but then that impacts their capability of getting to the job. Absolutely. So I would say in the last years, especially since I've been the executive director, the guests when they come in within a month's time have been getting jobs. Like even this season, we've had four of our guests get jobs within the first two weeks of being here. So they're okay. very um, motivated to get that because, you know, without the income, it's hard to then move into that housing market. Even though we are a housing first under a under a housing first model where it's, mm -hmm. you want them to move into housing and then continue to provide those supports to them. It's like, that's one thing the guests really see as important too, because they want to have their own money, their own sense of being and being able to um, provide for themselves in any way they can. And, sure. you know, even in sometimes these guests are willing to like one day I was there working and when they all woke up in the morning, they were just like, good morning, good morning. Let me help you get this. They, it's like they build a community within the shelter themselves and it's just, it's really neat to watch that um, them become reliable on each other in a sense and like an encourager for each other. So. Right, right. We, we all want purpose, right? Absolutely. And so losing that kind of that stability of shelter, yeah. being able then to have that place where they can feel purposeful and, and feel like they're going to be moving forward. That's, that's so important. So Andrew, what do you see um, from your position as a board member, you know, what more is needed to help the guest be able to realize that, that stability of shelter, that stability of life, right? Because sure. then you get food and transportation, et cetera. Yeah. Well, you know, what I, what I see, you know, right now is, you know, we have a, I see a, a really a, just a, a dedicated team of loving staff and case managers. I mean, those, Absolutely. those folks are amazing. I mean, because, you know, they, they are, you know, like you said, that contact for two years, you know, the shelter may be a shorter term window, but we can keep contact with people for up to two years and they're constantly working just to help people, I mean, mm -hmm. to serve. So, you know, um, and then, you know, at our, at our resource center downtown, you know, I see, you know, a, a, a just the, the people are there, they're working, they're working on housing applications. Mm -hmm job applications, right. you know, they're getting help with uh, resume writing. If they have, if they have things to add on there, um, they don't, we're, we're helping them just to start one. Right. So, you know, we're, we're doing everything we can. The, 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 the things that I see that are needed, you know, if people do have job openings, you know, 
you know, contacting, you know, coordinating. I know that the chamber does a great job with its members, but right. you know, coordinating with the chamber, let's, you know, getting all of those types of openings out there, um, you know, and, and uh, maybe for some people it might be a change of heart, you know, right. being Absolutely. able to say, you know, hey, why not give somebody a shot? Exactly. Um, yeah. So you know, certain certain positions are you know that that can that can do that. You know, certain industries. You know, that would, that would be a, a great thing for more openings for people to you know mm-hmm. um, to to take more positions, take a chance on somebody. Um, exactly. One of the things that we're struggling with too, not just the, the shelter closing, but also the fact that you know our our shelter is over is over here, kind of close to where we are at the right, what I right. call the Wesleyan Camp, our resource center. Is is downtown um, on Market Street, right next to the uh, courthouse. Mm-hmm. Um, every day, we have to transport <clears throat> all of our guests from our shelter down to the resource sure. center and then back again. Um, and it's just it's just a, a burden on on them. It's also you know it's just something that we have to anticipate an added cost with transportation. Um, so you know that having it having a comprehensive. Uh, almost not a campus, but a building we can house all of our facilities sure. under one roof would be a great benefit. Not just being able to offer additional services um, to the guests that we have to help get them on that track faster. To to stop that disruption again, they somebody who has gotten to to the point in life where they have no shelter. That's a major disruption. Having a little disruption of having to pick up, go to a van, sit in the van. You're right. Absolutely. Well, so I think that's a natural circle back then to the building committee. What is that? What's the vision for that? Uh, you should, uh, <laughs> listeners, you can't see the huge smile that just came yeah. across Stephanie. You probably heard it, but you can't see it. It's so exciting because, you know, I know that was Lynn's vision is to have a year round shelter. And then just um, working alongside Andrew and um, some other our board members to connect with um, Greg Torchio out of Centerville okay. and Mike Heiner um, from Willow Construction to kind of get us together and just get a vision on a piece of paper. It was just so cool to actually see all of everybody's thoughts and visions on a piece of paper for everybody to now share with everyone and see what um, we would love to have, you know, like from a commercial kitchen where because when we have a meal train that okay. um, we provide a meal every night for the guests and it, the community can sign up and bring whatever they want. They can order in. They can prepare with a group of people. They can do it with their families. They can do it by themselves. But um, we we have that meal. We have that. I guess, benefit or option given to our guests every night, something that we promise to them. But with that, you know, people say, can we cook at the shelter? And I'm like, it's just not a big enough yeah. space right now. Gotcha. But with the commercial kitchen, Come oh take my a gosh. look at our current kitchen yes. and you tell us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. And then we have a setup for um, classes because we do have community partners like Shore United who come and um, do financial literacy right. with our guests and different other community partners, Fitness in Action with Savannah Winston and um, just different groups that come in so we have a classroom space and then you know the offices once again would be there we would have space set up for um, service providers to come into the shelter because you know we notice that sometimes when we have those conversations with our guests it's a comfort level or whether it's pridefulness of not wanting to meet with that person if they could just come out of their room and bam you're right there with them that would be huge it would be huge but it was just like it was very humbling exciting to see all that you know, God has blessed us with this year. I mean, we had a um, we had a little 
Prius that we used to drive around in, and my coworker was driving down 328, and a tree literally fell out of the woods oh, and totaled the car. Like, I mean, it was horrible. Well, she's moving 60 yes. miles an hour. Yeah, oh, she was okay. Yeah. And she was fine. Even okay. the officer showed up, and they were like, uh, I really didn't expect to see this outcome here. Right. But so we reached out to the community. We did a car campaign. Yes. And within a month's time, we were able to raise $20,000 to get us a new van. So I'm telling you, this community support that we have is just a blessing to us to watch the, the support that we get here to help right. to help our community and those that are in need so it's just it's exciting <laughs> so, you, so you have the picture so you have yes. the vision yeah, we, we yes. worked with greg and and went through a you know that, that whole programming process where we laid everything out I'm sorry. He laid everything out. Yeah. We told him what we wanted <laughs> gotcha. and what we needed. Is he an he, architect? Yes, yes. he's okay. an architect. He's out of yeah. Centerville. Um, and uh, and he kind of came up with a concept for us. And it it's going to change. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. you know, oh, it's, right. But yeah. it's just a great visual. Um, for people to be able to, for us to share with people, to be able to show them, right. like, look, this is this is our dream. We don't even have land yet. I mean, yeah. we're we're way <laughs> off there. We're it's a, but you know, it's just something that to get people excited about, to rally about, Absolutely. Um, you know, to say this is this is what this could be. Um, you know, this could be a, a really a light and a, and a, a bright spot in our community mm -hmm. to show Absolutely. what we're doing to help our community right here. Right. So, so you have this vision of what the building could look like, which is important for people to be able to open up their wallets. Mm -hmm. So how do you get your funding? Where do resources come from that could then lead to land acquisition, building, et cetera? Yeah, it's going to everywhere and everything. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, <laughs> so you know, coins in the cushion. <laughs> yeah. Is that over? No, um, we, we, yes. we haven't formally kicked off a capital campaign yet. We okay. are, um, we're, we're still, um, in that exploratory process uh, of where we can even locate this thing. Gotcha. Um, you know, there's some there's some there's some hurdles we're working on clearing um, with with some zoning regulations um, about you know how do we how are we how do we do what we want to do and be allowed to do it. Gotcha. Um, so we're working through that, um, and once we kind of work through that process, then we can start looking at different sites. And you know, obviously, we're gonna we're gonna look at where the best spot is, and then once we identify that, then we'll start working on how do we get it. Sure. Um, you know, once we kick off that capital campaign, um, you know, we're we're gonna be kind of targeting some some foundations, some individuals um, that you know can kind of help us kick that off with some maybe some larger donations sure. yeah. we're going to be pursuing grants um and then once we really kind of get that base started then, then we'll be out in the community you know i, I see the fire companies do it they you know right. fill yeah, the right. boot we'll, we'll we'll find something to fill but you <laughs> right. know yeah, yeah. anything and everything uh, at that point um you know once we can kind of get rolling with it so so is it six month uh 12 month 18 month five year frame what I, are you looking I, at? I think you are know, we just had our board retreat um and our we, we put on the goal five years yeah okay yeah. so uh, yeah. it's a goal certainly uh, attainable though right yes. realistic Absolutely. as opposed to saying oh we can we're gonna do this in five months and then it's disappointing <laughs> i right? would love five months sure. but <laughs> yeah the need is yes. there for five Absolutely. months yeah yeah and so it would be a year-round shelter yes then? yes okay. it would be all right yep so, um, so when folks, how do you folks know to come to you and are they only Caroline County residents? We serve a lot of Caroline County and a lot of shore people just in general. We gotcha. have had the occasional case where we've had somebody find us from Texas and, um, 
which was like, how did you find, I mean, I know there's a dent in Texas, but I was like, how did you, how did you find us? And it was just through word of mouth. So uh, we've had people that have resided in Caroline County and left and then want to come back. And, um, you know, we partner with all of the local shelters all on the shore as well. So um, we just, it's, it's a lot of shore people for sure, but we do house mainly people from Caroline County themselves. But yeah, I did want to mention too about our youth program. Um, We have, we help anywhere from 16 to 25 year olds. Um, Desiree is our youth director for that program and she is doing amazing things over there. We just, we're almost to the point of opening our youth um, house. We oh, are, okay. um, Simple Fiber is working on installing our fiber. So it'll be any day now. So we're very excited to finally get that open yeah, to the right community. Yeah, it's right next door to the resource yes. center. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So it's All 103 right, the Gay Street. Yeah, yes. the Goldsboro House. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So that okay. was a, yep. a very, you know, just the right time, right place right. for the county to, to work that out with us. And uh, and that's Absolutely. a to, to talk about a capital campaign. That would be a shorter term uh, yes. capital campaign to okay. to do some renovations so we can use the 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 whole of that house. Yes, sure. But uh, yeah, our youth house is going to be. It's basically you know a, just a kind of a, a a comfortable space with some offices, but mainly just to. You know, no one's staying there, yeah. but you know, oh, just, gotcha. yeah, yeah, just to bring, you know, let them have their own kind of space yeah, you know, sure. just to be able to yep. be, be, you know, young adults and kids. Yes, I mean, right. that's. And she has classroom, a classroom there as well. So community, we are always reaching out to community and welcoming them to come in and teach any kind of class you want, whether it's a craft, whether it's a skill, whatever, wow. you know, we are always open to that. You know, okay. we, we work with a lot of churches. We tell them if they want to come in and do devotionals with our guests, whatever, whatever, any talent, anybody in the community has that they want to share with our guests, please come in and do it. Our doors are always open because yeah. we don't, because sometimes they feel like they're forgotten, sure. you know? So. So they're already down and out. So anything that can come in and put a smile on their face, like we're going to do a Halloween party for them. And, you know, during Christmas time, we do the gifts of hope and the community sponsors um, our guests. And it, that's just an amazing time of year. I mean, Christmas right. is always great there. So they it, it's like we don't know where we're going to put all these gifts, <laughs> but <laughs> it's a, a great thing. It is. Have, it really yeah. is. So, yeah, yeah, we really try to do whatever we can to just make sure that they still feel the love as well. And, and you know, that's um, that that age of youth from 16. So school is still of issue up to 24. So that's first job, second job, you know, relating again to economic development and workforce development, Absolutely. you know, how to make sure that they don't get lost outside of supports and systems Absolutely. so that they can then get into the workforce and have the education that they need. And so it's great that 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 population, those folks are being given that love, the, yep. you know, to, to yeah, I mean, the, the program is, uh, you know, it's technically called the Unaccompanied Youth Program. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. And so you yes. have to imagine it's it's somebody in that range, 16 to 25, that has literally nobody. Oh, so yes. it, it, yes. you know, and then, and then so like, you yes. know, no family. Um, yep. Oh, my goodness. And then yep. so and a lot of times what, what, what we'll find is, you know, that, I mean, that, that Foster care sometimes will end, you know, it doesn't sometimes, and it ends at 18. Right. So it could be a situation where somebody was in the foster system um, at 18, boom, they're done. And right. again, they have no family. So, yeah. what you know, the, the there are a lot of resources out there um, to help people mm-hmm. in that, in that you know, in that demographic. Right. It's a unique population. Um, and you know, the, one of the bigger challenges we have is, is just who are these people and let, let's, right. let's identify to help, you know, yes. and, and, and you know, yeah. I, I can certainly understand there is a pride, oh, uh, yeah. it, 
part of that that you know somebody may say hey i don't i don't want help you know i've got this um and i I get that i can be hard-headed in that in that you know (laughs) yeah asking for help when you need to so you know we just want to be there when people are ready you know if hey you you need you need a hand you, you need a place to just Again, you know, we, we've got Xboxes we're going to have yeah. set up in, oh, in the youth house. You know, it's hey, come. And it's so much fun. Yeah. Yes. You know, come, just if you want to ha- <laughs> find a spot to hang out, you know, just right. to, you know, take your mind off of what's going on for a little bit. Right. Yep. Oh, that's fantastic. Yep, yep, yep. We're out of time. I cannot <laughs> believe it. Um, thank you so much for coming in. So uh, we will have the contact information attached to the podcast. But Stephanie, if somebody wants to reach out to you about getting in the queue to give resources, to find out more about the capital com- campaign or the mini capital campaign for the youth house. How th- can they get a hold of you? Um, well, they can always call the office and um, do I give that number? Please give that okay. number. It's 443-448-7297. If you could do that again. It's 443-448-7297. Okay. Yep. Stop by our 105 Gay Street um that's our resource center. Okay. Stop by and visit us anytime, Monday through Friday. We're there. So, And you have a website. Yes, hishopeministries.org. Yes. And that's where people can sign up for the meal train, correct? Yes. And yep. then find out other ways of connecting with you. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, before we actually start recording, um, Stephanie joked that how Andrew is on the board. So I want to thank you for coming out and your leadership. I can see it already Absolutely. just in hearing how you talked about it. Thank you. And I hope that there's other opportunities for you on the board to to bring this vision <laughs> to reality of having this year-round shelter to help the folks that have had literally the rugs taken out from under them, help the youth that are unaccompanied. That's breaking yes. my heart. Yeah. Um, and, and seniors too. Sorry, I forgot to mention our senior haven that's, too. Yeah, that's, for, yes. that's the next podcast, right? Yes. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's so much more we have to say. <laughs> well, I, we're always looking yeah. for guests to come back, so we may do that. So thank you very much for coming in today. I really appreciate it. Thanks for yeah, having thank us. You. Thanks for having yeah. us. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe to Featured Insights and look for us on your favorite podcast platform.